Hey, what's going on, guys? It's JC's Podcast, and I'm actually here on this Sunday for you guys. Um, podcast is kind of mixed up this week with the Leafs talk being aired yesterday, but we're back on the Sunday just for some a lot of great sports stuff, a lot of good stuff in the NBA Finals, a great Game Five, um, and a lot of stuff with a WWE pay per view and NHL news. So we'll get into that. But the first thing I want to get into is the NBA Finals, and what a game! What a game that was. The Bucks take a 3-2 series lead. I'm in shock. I thought the Suns, you know, they had a great comeback late in the fourth, but they do lose by four points. Now, Giannis with 32, Middleton with 29, Holiday with 27. They truly, truly stepped up. Um, Booker had 40, 21 for CP3. You know, a great game for a lot of different other bench players, but the Greek freak man, did he step up with that clutch alley-oop pass from Drew Holiday to Giannis at the end? But... I think where Giannis, you know, Giannis did shoot poorly from the free throws. Like there was one instant that, you know, he did take the free throw. It came back to me and he tried to tip it back to Drew Holiday. So Drew would actually have to take free throws instead of himself. But Giannis has to be a better free throw shooter if they want to win in game six. I mean, he shot poorly and they're still winning. Uh, he had a great uh, a clutch block also uh, in game four. So he's got to step up big time from the free throw line. Like they really need him to step up. So he shot from free throw four for 11. Now that you can't be doing that simply. You can't be doing that uh, being a big time player. He is being in the NBA finals. You're going to probably win finals MVP uh, if your team does win, but guy like Giannis has to step up. Booker did step up. He dropped 40. Um, it was just that costly turnover at the end where he got ripped by Drew Holiday. That could have been a whole different game. He just, they, they had to have more composure. I think uh, in that final possession and Drew rips them right to the alley-oop. That was a great play. This is a fantastic game. I'm looking forward to game six on Tuesday, but I think it's going to be a seven game series now. I, I, but there's a lot of part. See, this is tough because it's at home. The Bucks, you know, they want to win in front of their home fans. They have won in what, like 50 years. Um, and the Suns, this is, this is it. Like they've got nothing left to lose. Just this is it. You got to win. So I personally think it's going to be a game seven. Um, I still think the Suns will win the series. I'm going to go. That was my prediction. I said Suns in six, but I'm going to roll with Suns. I'm not going to switch up, but I obviously I've said in the past, I'd love to see Giannis win before this year. I had him as the best player in the world. Uh, my dad and my brother did list and I had him, they had LeBron and I got made fun of for some reason, but now, you know, Giannis, yeah, maybe he's not the best player in the world, but he's at the biggest stage playing at the highest level and could win the biggest championship, the biggest trophy that they give out, and uh, he could win a Finals MVP. So I'm going to stand by Giannis. I love his game. Wish he would have signed in Toronto, but it's all good. I'm still rolling with the Suns, but obviously, you know what? If the Bucs win it, he 100% deserves it. I love that MVP speech that he made. I believe it was in 2017. Um, you know, he thanked his brothers, his mother, and obviously his late father. It was a great, great speech. But let's move on to the NHL. Um, a lot of, I think everyone has released their, um, like their expansion, who they're protecting with the expansion draft looming, um, a lot of big trades. So let's break it down. We first had the first big trade that was, uh, I believe it was, it was a Vancouver Canucks trade, which was Jason Dickinson. So pretty good bottom six forward move, uh, great defensive forward. Is it a big move? You know, I thought it was going to be a bigger move because they're hyping it up. Um, 
do I think this is the best move of the day? No, because I thought it was going to be a bigger move. Everyone was thinking, you know, maybe it's a bigger move. Uh, really wasn't. But the Leafs with a great move, I, I, I know you're going to think I'm biased, but Philip Hollander, who they got from Kasperi Kapanen's deal last year, and a seventh for Jared McCann, who did they, they didn't protect. So say, you know, Seattle does take him, you still keep a guy like Kerfoot. And I do see Seattle taking Kerfoot or McCann. But if they do take Kerfoot, McCann is a great replacement. He's a great player. Uh, he played well last year. Great points. But, you know, maybe there's locker room problems. He's been on a few teams now. But I think this is a great trade. Uh, say they do take McCann. Okay, what did it cost? A, a rookie, you know, the Leafs have great center depth on rookies. And a seventh, I don't think that's much. And you still get to keep Kerfoot. You still keep to get to keep the core players and keep the chemistry rolling. But a great trade for the Toronto Maple Leafs. The next one, Ryan Ellis to the Philadelphia Flyers. So good, you know. A playoff push move. Um, Phil Myers and Cody Glass to the Predators, and then Nolan Patrick to the Knights. I love this move um, for the Vegas Golden Knights because now a lot of people, a lot of people are going to say the Knights lost this trade. Um, I don't think so. I think Nolan Patrick really hasn't had a lot of opportunity a lot of minutes i think he's gonna be a great player the easy pick is to say you know the preds didn't didn't win this trade the flyers win um they didn't get the right return for maybe ryan Ellis. you could say he was on the he was on the chopping mark uh, the shopping market and uh the chopping block whatever you want to call it and they got this deal but a great great return um phil myers and cody glass they could be good players uh, Phil Myers is, uh, is getting there in age and Cody Glass has got a high ceiling. So we'll see. Um, but Nolan Patrick, I like that move. I think people are sleeping on it. I think over time you could see a guy like Nolan Patrick being a great player in this league. Brett Howden to the Golden Knights for a fourth and uh, Nico, uh, Nick DeSimon. So I think that's just the cap clearing move. And the, the Preds have actually saved a lot of cap right now. Um they could be pushing for Jack Eichel. I'm going to throw it out there. They could be pushing for a guy like Jack Eichel. I think they will be. I think the, the Golden Knights, sorry, uh, the, the Los Angeles Kings, um, maybe even the New York Rangers. But a lot of teams are going to be pushing for Jack Eichel with a lot of cap clap, cap clearing moves right here. The St. Louis Blues left Vladimir Tarasenko exposed in the expansion draft. I think this is the biggest move. I think that Seattle will take him. I don't think... St. Louis is maybe he's got the right amount of deals that they've wanted. A lot of people have said maybe they're not getting the right deals because of his injury past. And I think that's true. So I think he's going to be a Seattle, he's going to be a Seattle Kraken. Andrew Loud was dealt um, to the Arizona Coyotes. So the Islanders making moves. Maybe they, maybe Jack Eichel, who never, you never know. Maybe Jack Eichel. Um, again, not really Andy Green extension uh jonathan quick was exposed a lot of other smaller moves but carry price has waived his no movement clause for the purpose of the expansion draft now this is huge people are are i think they're, they're getting on this uh like seattle is going to take carry i don't see them taking carry price like i just 100 i don't see it happening 10 million dollars for the next what five years i just don't see them taking that i think they can get a better young goalie out there like a Dreiger or someone like that, but I don't see this move happening. 
Um, I know it was crazy. Carey Price is left unprotected, but I just don't see them making this move. I think they can get someone cheaper, someone younger, and I don't know if Carey Price fits into the type of team that they're trying to build. And Gabriel Landeskog was left unprotected. Don't think much of it because he's a UFA, so there's no way they'll take him. Like, he's a UFA. That would just be 100% a complete waste. Doesn't mean he's going to sign there. He wants to win. Uh, even if Seattle does take him, which 100% they will not, uh, he's definitely not going to resign. He's not going to, I'm saying resign. He's definitely not going to sign there. So Gabriel Aniscog, don't expect him to be taken. The Toronto Maple Leafs, they protected four forwards, four defensemen, and a goalie. So obviously Jack Campbell, uh, TJ Brody, Justin Hole, Jake Muzzin, and Morgan Riley. That was expected. I think Hole came as a surprise. Um, and then obviously your big four, Neander, Marner, Matthews, Tavares. So who was left exposed? Travis Dermott, Pierre Engvall. Do I see them being taken? No. And then Alex Kerfoot or Jared McCann. I think that's 100% who they're going to take. Uh, it's between the two. Do I, I, I just, EC, in my opinion, I think they're still going to take Kerfoot. I don't see them moving on this a lot. And also, Yanni Gord was left unprotected. Uh, Palad, Killorn, really weird list. But uh, back to it. Um, I think Kerfoot is the guy. I think if you look at the, how he's played, He's a third line forward on the Toronto Maple Leafs. You can put him on a top two line, a top power play. I think he's going to get you a lot of points. He proved it in Colorado. I think Leafs fans were happy when they got him and they saw his perform his point production. So I think this would be a good move. And that will eliminate, what, $2.5, $3.5 million off the Leafs cap. Work out a deal, get another top winger to replace Zach Hyman. You know, you've already got Jerry McCann there. Um, I think a goalie, they're looking at Darcy Kemper. That would be a great move. Him and Jack Campbell mall forward for a 1A, 1B. Maybe Marc-Andre Fleury, but I think the Leafs, they've still got one more big move for them. I don't think they're, this is it. I think Kyle Dubas is, is, is going to keep making these crazy moves, and I think it's all on the production now. I think these players, you've got to be sick of it. Like I say it every year, you've got to be sick of it. At what time At what time do you think you look yourself in the mirror and be like, it's our time. Like This is your time, Toronto. This is a great team. Every year, you know, this happens to us. How long can you take this losing? And I think they're finally fed up. But that's all we have right now. Um, now, let's get into the money bank, how I think the card is going to go. So first, Russell votes. Sources state the plan going back weeks ago was for a big-time surprise tonight. Same source states they haven't heard anything regarding it all uh, this weekend, which could be just to throw everyone off. I don't know. It's not like this person can be seen or anything. Is it happening? Is it happening? Is John Cena going to return tonight? Oh my God, that would be amazing. I've heard Bill Goldberg's coming back Monday. I don't want to get into that. Goldberg, Lashley, SummerSlam, there you have it. Terrible match. We'll get into that on Monday. John Cena, Roman, great match at SummerSlam. Uh, I don't see Edge going over. Uh, Seth Rollins, they hinted at it on Friday. I think Seth and Edge is the plan. Maybe Seth costs him, and then Edge can cost him in the Money in the Bank match. We'll see how that goes. But Cena, there's going to be a big time return. I think it's going to be Cena or Becky Lynch. I think it's going to be John Cena. Uh, Russell Votes is usually 99% accurate on these tweets, and this would be a huge, huge move for WWE with the first pay-per-view and the second show with live fans having John Cena return. Yeah, so John Cena, let's see. I'm looking forward to this. It's it's currently Sunday while I'm recording it, so this is going to be live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's get into it. Kickoff pre-show, the Usos versus the Mysterios, Dominic and Ray. 
I think the Us- uh, Usos will lose this match, and I think maybe at SummerSlam they can have these two teams and maybe Otis and Chad Gable for a three-man tag team match for it. But I see the Mysterios retaining this. They haven't had that long of a reign, so I think this would be a great win. I know they want Roman and, and uh, the Usos to have all the titles, but I think saving that for SummerSlam would be huge. A nice little moment to end the, end the show, all three of them holding the titles maybe, but we'll see how that goes. The Viking Raiders versus AJ Styles and Omos. Uh, same thing there. I don't see AJ or Omos losing it. I don't know what plans they have for AJ's in the tag division. Raw really needs a shakeup. I heard Vince wants a lot of fresh new faces on the card. That's why we saw Finn Balor back on SmackDown. He attacked Sami Zayn. Great match they're going to probably have at SummerSlam. I think that's going to be a great match. But Finn Balor, Prince Finn Balor is back. So I do see both tag teams retaining. Kofi and Bobby Lashley. Um, again, I don't see a title being changed there. I think Bobby and, and Colbert is your match at SummerSlam. That's all I'm going to say for that. Rhea Ripley and Charlotte. Now, this is interesting because I I don't know what they're going to do here because is Becky Lynch going to come back? Um, I think maybe she comes back and interferes in this match. And if she does that, a triple threat at SummerSlam, you know, I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it at all. Three of them can can do great stuff in the ring, and I think that would be a great moment. Edge and Roman, again, I don't see any title changes. Uh, Roman should retain this, and he's going to probably face John Cena at SummerSlam. So this card looks so far predictable. But then we get into the Money in the Bank matches. The women's one, you got Asuka, you got Naomi, you got Nikki Cross, you got Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, Selena Vega, uh, Natalia, and Tamina. And to me, I think it's Alexa Bliss. I think they're going to put one on Raw, and one on SmackDown. And if it is Alexa, that'd be great. I think she'd win it for Raw. If it is a Smack- someone on SmackDown, I think it'll be Naomi. That's what just makes more sense to me. But Alexa, I think, could have a better story with her character and where she's going with that. Uh, still don't know where the Fiend Bray Wyatt is. I'm not even going to bother. Hopefully he comes back for SummerSlam. Don't know where he is. But I think that could be a great story. And the men's match, which is what I think everyone's looking forward to. On Raw... You know, you got Ricochet, Riddle, John Morrison, Drew. If I were picking one, I would pick John Morrison, but I don't see him winning. Uh, I don't see Seth Rollins winning. I don't see Nakamura winning. I don't see Kevin Owens winning. Yeah, I think Big E. I think everyone's in the world with Big E Langston. Uh, that's his old name for you guys right there. Big E Langston before he came back. But Big E should win this. And if he does win it, move him over to Raw. Like, I don't see him beating the Universal Champion Roman Reigns. I don't see him losing the title. Let Big E win. Move him to Raw in the draft, and you can have a great setup. I think they want the draft in October. Great setup to WrestleMania season with Bobby Lashley and Biggie Langston. I'm going to keep calling him Biggie Langston. I don't know why, but Biggie and Bobby Lashley, that could be great. Give Biggie the title. Give Biggie the universe or the WWE Championship. New Day's already on Raw. That would be amazing. I think Biggie winning from uh, Bobby would be a great. Bobby's doing a great things right now, so it'd be a great change in direction. And let's see where they go with that. But that's my predictions, guys. Uh, that's gonna be all for today. Let's see how I do. Usually I do decently well in these, so we'll see tomorrow Monday how good I was with these prediction, guys. But thank you guys for listening, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks, guys.